Welcome to another episode of Blockbuster Rejects. This is a show that usually shines lights on movies that don't usually get the time of day, and it usually has a runtime of 10 to 15 minutes. So it's a nice bite-sized episode show. Uh, and this week we are going to be talking about a movie that I've heard a lot about, but I've never sat down to check it out. The movie is called Mulberry Street, and it comes from 2006. This is the one that I've always seen the cover of here and there, but I've never picked up. I've never put in the, the DVD player or the Blu-ray player or whatever have you and checked it out until now. And my thoughts are, well, you know what? Before we get into that, let's roll the trailer and then I'll get to my thoughts. During this morning's rush hour, emergency units were dispatched to the 2nd Avenue subway station in response to 911 calls reporting a bizarre attack. Several commuters were reported that were taken to Beth Israel Hospital. Where did you come from? People get bit by rats every day in the city. Two of the victims from this morning's attack have died at St. Vincent's Hospital. This is an emergency broadcast. We're being advised to exit the station immediately. We are now learning that the mayor and the MTA are suspending all subway service in Manhattan. Manhattan under official quarantine until investigators can discover the source of the outbreak. Mulberry Street from 2006. So the first thing I guess we've got to do is explain what this movie is, because this is something completely, <laughs> I thought it was completely different to what I actually got. I thought it was about a serial killer. Uh, turns out it's nothing like that. The plot is, a deadly infection breaks out in Manhattan, causing humans to devolve into bloodthirsty rat creatures. Six recently evicted tenants must survive the night and protest their downtown apartments building as the city quickly spirals out of control. So what we have here is kind of long lines of a zombie type film, but they're not zombies, they're rat creatures. So very different to what I was expecting. This movie, straight out the bat, is for fans of movies such as Wreck, or Dawn of the Dead from 2004, the remake one. Uh, I won't say it's as good as those movies, but it has the same feel, especially Wreck and uh, Quarantine, those types of film, because it is set in an apartment block with zombie-like creatures. Now, this is a low-budget indie flick. It does its best with what it has, but at the same time, it really struggles with simple things that make films great. For example, the story takes around half an hour to 40 minutes to actually go somewhere. The first half is character development, but the problem is it's way too much and by the time the action rolls around, I'm kind of bored and I don't care about these actors at all, these, these characters at all. The acting is its very up and down. We have a wide range of characters that are easy to follow for the most part and likeable, but some of the acting is cringeworthy and it takes me out. 
a lot of it. I, I, can't, I can't really do with bad acting, but this one is very up and down. Now, the camera work on this film. The camera work really made the film hard for me to get into. Of course, I said it's an indie flick and a low-budget movie, but they use so many close-up shots and speed-ups, I'm, I'm guessing to cover up the makeup effects. But the thing is, the makeup effects were one of the best parts of the movie. The rat creatures, they, they look decent, so I don't know why they're doing these close-up shots of these creatures to mask the appearance. I think they actually did a good job with the effects. The, the camera work, it's very sloppy. So if you are not a fan of found footage type films, this might not be up your alley. This isn't a found footage film, but it feels like a found footage film, if that makes sense. Um, another thing I notice is the color grading. It's very dark. It's a very dark laced movie. They use darker shades of green throughout the film. I'm guessing to make the film seem grimy and, and d dirty. Um, but that's another thing that kind of took me out. On, the, on top of that, they use poor lighting. So a lot of the movie, it's kind of tough to see what's actually happening. And uh, yeah, it just it didn't really work. Now back to the effects. The effects were probably the best part of the movie. The masks that they use, well not the masks, the makeup effects, the the prosthetics and all that stuff, they were quite good. The infected came off looking like rat people and actually really looked decent. So that's probably the best part of this movie. So should you go and check out Mulberry Street? <sighs> not really. I think you can skip this one. I, I, I didn't hate it, but at the same time I didn't love it. It's got a cool cool plot I like the idea but the way they went with it it just didn't work for me um, I think this one this one would be really worth a remake uh, because the plot synopsis the, the story the idea that it's, it's a really cool idea but just the the makers and and what they came up with kind of struggled so unfortunately this is not one I can recommend so what did I come in with I came in with a 4 out of 10 for this one. Low score, I know, but it just didn't have enough to warrant anything more. I had more that I disliked than more that I liked. So unfortunately, Mulberry Street was not one that I enjoyed. I'm giving it a 4. It did some things right, but it did mostly things kind of dull. And to be quite honestly, it, it's quite forgettable. So unfortunately, this is a no-go for me. Mulberry Street, stay away. That is it for this episode of Blockbuster Rejects. I know it's been a shorter one this week, but there wasn't really much to say about this movie. I mean, it's kind of simple and done and dusted, so just a shorter one this week. Uh, we'll be back next time. Not too sure when, not too sure what movie, but keep a close contact with us. We'll be back with the Horror for Dummies show. Please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I don't like saying that, but it does help us a lot. And we are now on Stitcher, we are now on iHeartRadio, we are now on SoundCloud, we are on Spotify, basically anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. So go do all the cool things for us, and we'll catch you next time on Blockbuster Rejects. <laughs> <laughs>